everyone. This is uh, episode seven, I think. Seven. That's my I didn't favorite check number. Supposed to check. What'd you say? That's my favorite number. Is it? Yeah. Wow. I hope it is seven. Then it's either seven or eight. I'm eight. gonna be disappointed if it's not seven. I'm gonna feel like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. Yeah, I need to. Uh, probably should check that before. That's what I was gonna do. <laughs> but. It's been about a month since the last episode, I think. It's the beginning of December, right before break. Um, but we were back. I'm back. I'm back with Louis Kurtzman, a good friend of mine, one of my closest friends from Wright State. He's also an acting major, like uh, Will, who was on here for episode two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's an acting major. He's uh, we're working on a screenplay recently, <laughs> yeah. on a feature. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Also Thank- took a break from that, too. Yeah, a little break, a little break, a little Christmas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll be good now. But no, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Thanks for coming on. This is the first film re- review, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it took me this long, mm-hmm. but I'd say it's perfect timing. <laughs> and the perfect person to have on. I'm actually happy it's not one of the film students, because I know a couple of them that want to, but... I feel like it would be... I've talked to them enough about movies. I, right. like, I want to have them a lot, <laughs> too, but I think it would be more interesting. And I, and I got a weird how, perspective, you know? I don't, I, don't, okay. I don't, like... Like, my number four of the year was Ready or Not, you know what I mean? Like, okay. I, I got this weird, like, this, this vibe. I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not always about... Not that all film majors are about, you know, the prestige yeah. shit. Or, uh, can yeah. I curse on you? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay, oh, sorry. I didn't we're, even check before wait. that. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, no. You they... can assume, especially, knowing me. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I just, I really enjoy, like, good movies, like, a good time movie. Like, I don't even need to yeah. necessarily see, like, some crazy, you know, camera work or acting scene or anything like that. As long as I have, like, a good time, I really enjoy movies. That's why I read it or not, so I really enjoyed yeah. that movie. Oh yeah. You're a huge movie buff, too, so. Yeah, big That's... nerd. Big nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Well, today we're going to talk about Us, the Jordan Peele film, mm-hmm. his second film. Yes. Right? He didn't make any. Get Out was his feature. Get Out was his feature, feature okay. yeah. Well, no, he made Keanu, didn't he? But he. But that was like, that was like him and, him and like, As uh, a Key yeah, and Peele. Yeah, Key and Peele, and it was uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that era. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't remember if they do. I don't think they do. Was that before Get Out? I thought that was after sure. Get Out. I haven't seen that. All right, I heard well, it's good. But... We're not here to talk about that. We're, 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 Let's we're, do that. Yeah, we, 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 didn't, we didn't fact check any of that stuff, so you know what? <laughs> I haven't even seen it. Let's have a 40-minute conversation about, about it. Keanu? Yeah. yeah. Really. <laughs> I'm sure we can figure out a lot of, of what happened. <laughs> I mean, it's John Wick parody, so I can't. I mean, right. At least I think. I haven't seen it. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Us. I actually really liked Us. Yeah, I did too. I was I, surprised. Yeah, I was listening, I told you earlier that I'd been listening to uh, the Empire Film Podcast, mm-hmm. which is a great podcast. Um, uh, they were talking about uh, this, and one of them mentioned, I don't know the host's name, but one of the guys, there's two guys and a girl, and one of them was talking about how when he first saw it and left, that it he knew it was a great movie. And at first I gave I guess he gave it a four four-star review instead of five, mm-hmm. and he was kind of meditating on that during the episode and was like maybe I should have just given it five because it was really good um, but he said when he first left his initial reaction was that was awesome it was really good but then it kind of faded away rel- relatively quick afterward as far as how long it stuck with him um, which is also something we talked about earlier mm-hmm. saying that like those are two big factors for 
like quality or, or yeah. like a like a level Your of score. Your personal favorite yeah. too, and yeah, definitely a level Something. of brilliance from film to film that helps. Uh, um, yeah, no, it was an interesting. Gauge. I had an interesting experience with this movie because I uh, I watched it by myself because it was on my list of things I needed to see out of the year, mm-hmm. and it was like, well, I still need to see like uh, I'm gonna get probably. A bunch of crap for this but like i still need to see like jojo rabbit and stuff yeah and uh, but this was like at the top of the list because i'm actually a big horror fan i love horror mm-hmm. movies it's like i grew up with horror movies right and uh i was really excited about this one because i love get out and i love jordan peele but there was for some reason i didn't see in theaters i didn't do any of that stuff i, I don't know why it must have just like i missed it and dropped off the radar or whatever but uh, I watched it on my like nice new TV I got for my birthday, you know, it was, it was really, really <laughs> sharp looking. And I was just like, oh my God, uh, it, it's shot incredible, like yeah. absolutely incredible. Like uh, I, I think Get Out's shot really well, but something about this, the scope of everything just seemed like way, way bigger. Yeah, you feel the money. Yeah, you sure. feel the money. <laughs> yeah, in the greatest sequelitis, but not like a direct, you know. Yeah, and that's like not necessarily always a good thing to... Uh, uh, just like throw money just, at a director, yeah, to yeah. See the money in a project these days. Oh, but I think if you're Sometimes throwing it at anyone, man, throw it at Jordan Peele. Yeah. Like I love that it's Especially such an original movie. idea. You know, like mm. I, that's the thing I love about Jordan Peele's first, you know, first two movies. And honestly, just, like it's his sketch comedy with, from Key and Peele. Uh-huh. But it's like it's like he's taking concepts you think of, um, and I love that he's going in the horror direction specifically because I just again I love horror, mm. but. Um, the fact that he can take these just crazy concepts and and ground them and make them like a reality we can easily just instantly like click with and instantly believe yeah. it's it just goes to show how brilliant of a writer he is and he's just like really good at that sort of thing and yeah no doubt i really i wasn't expecting uh so i went into this movie the first time by myself in my room with the lights off you know with my net brand new tv watching this thing for the first time um, with the volume turned really up. Yeah, no, no. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I had a nice visceral reaction to it. Um, but I, I fully wasn't expecting, I didn't realize this, uh, or go full spoilers with this, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, cool. It. Cause like, I, yeah, no, I was, I didn't expect that this movie would go full like apocalypse mode. Uh-huh. Like I didn't, I didn't realize uh, from the, based on the trailers, I definitely thought it was like a focused, like it's about this family and their right. doppelgangers right. and like, could it be in their minds? Or could it, enough right, exactly. But like the fact that he actually made it reality, uh-huh. like the moment I'll never forget. And it's, and it's so great. I'll talk about his comedy in a second, but like, it's so great that, uh, the moment where, uh, the girl's getting chased, the, the daughter by mm-hmm. her doppelganger and she's on top of the car, the doppelganger is, and then the dude just comes out in his underwear uh-huh. and he's like, what the, what are you doing? Hey, get off my car. Cause in that moment I went, Oh, they're real. Oh shit. I went, Oh, they're, they're like not yeah. some like figment of imagination. Yeah, point. exactly. You don't know how supernatural it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She and can it, immediately assume if there's a fucking doppelganger right. walking around there's something or or would playing. they go the route where like they're the family's like trying to deal with it but like mm-hmm. everyone else is seeing it as something else that right. typical horror movies like right. route but yeah. no they, like they straight up were like no they they exist like they're killing other people I never that's interesting I never realized that that seemed more like comic relief which obviously it is in that movie right, too right, right. and um, you're so I was so enthralled with the emotion of that scene of like, holy shit, this is her moment of mm-hmm. like facing her doppelganger and how's it going to go? How, how, how is she going to get through this? Um, I didn't realize as clearly then as other uh, plot points uh, throughout it that 
the scope it adds to the yeah. scope to where you realize okay this isn't just their experience mm-hmm. or uh adeline's experience that it's it's greater than that it's bigger yeah. than that and obviously there's what later on with right. the set the uh emma uh, uh like the or, neighbors or whatever yeah yeah, 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 yeah the sequence mm-hmm. i love that the sequence whole, too the yeah. music and everything because yeah the, i was gonna I was gonna jump on the comedy stuff because yeah, i it, haven't seen it i haven't seen a movie in a while um that's blended honestly like uh, i mean ready or not kind of does it like it, it honestly uh-huh. does blend like a horror comedy kind of vibe mm-hmm. but for some reason that movie reads more fun to me like it's just all around fun uh-huh. it never really gets too serious or too funny it's always just kind of fun but in this movie it gets dead serious and then it gets hilarious like in a second yeah, and i don't is. know like it's crazy it's the craziest balance I, that yeah. jordan i think only like someone like jordan peele nowadays is able to pull off absolutely because it goes from I, uh, the moment where they're talking about like their kill count and they're mm-hmm. like oh i got two or i got one and they're uh-huh. talking it's, it's so good and then it literally the it's camera like just pans over in the same shot and the and the chick standing at the she's end of the driveway and about to like <laughs> kill him and they're like oh get in the car roll up the windows yeah. and that's such a real moment yeah because i don't know if you ever been in a situation where like not and not obviously like that but like some sort of semi-serious uh-huh. situation like one time i remember uh we had to pull over our car like our family car because it was like i think a tire was on fire and a car pulled up next to us and was like hey you need to pull over your car's on fire and so we like had to get off and it was just like it's gave me that same kind of anxiety that we're all in this situation roll up the windows like you gotta roll up the windows like it's somehow gonna like make all the difference <laughs> it's like that's just how it's safe you just have to get out of the car and you're gonna be safe so we had to like pull over and like get out Holy it gave shit. me like that same that same vibe um and then it, it, it was like right after a comedic moment it immediately right. kind of kicked me to that kind of sense right. memory anxiety which is incredible. Yeah. Um, like, say what you want about, honestly, like, the concept. Like, uh, if we're going full spoilers, like, the whole twist at the end with with her being, obviously, like, they swapped in the beginning. And we mm-hmm. talked about how I actually called it real way too early, mm-hmm. which uh, I... I I was I was looking for it like we talked about it we I saw mm-hmm. get out and obviously I'm looking you for those like double fun. lines yeah. those double meanings and stuff and and it was the line where um the mom says I just want my daughter back like really early on and I uh-huh. went okay so she, it's not her and so like um it did and honestly the most interesting thing about the movie for me is that that never that never took away from my experience because I still fully committed to Lupita's fucking performance. Mm. Um, and I fully believed her as, um, as she was still like the real one. Yeah. And I was I didn't believe that she was the fake one until the, the twist happened, even though I was right. like in my head, I'm like, that's probably what this There's twist some, is going to be. Yeah. You weren't hundred percent. I wasn't hundred percent sure because, because her performance right. is so yeah. damn good, man. Yeah, so damn good. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot of things that between the son and her, the rest mm-hmm. of her family and the, the world building of this sort of situation that are huge factors in knowing for all of being a, all of it clicking together in the end as well. Obviously, that's the the cherry on top and the final and most important puzzle piece to kind of understanding the intent and the the the, the meaning of at least some meanings of the of the movie itself and mm-hmm. all of it coming together. Um, and he talks about that in the episode when he's featured on it. Jordan Peele does where he says, uh, "You basically as a as a director, it's." Especially in horror, it's up to you. Do you mind plugging that in real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's figured. I should have done that. I meant to do that at the beginning. But um, he mentions uh, that as a director, it's 
one of your biggest responsibilities to know how much to give the audience at what points throughout the script and mm-hmm. how much to keep to yourself. You always have to be confident that you're in the driver's seat and you mm-hmm. know what's going on. Oh, and Jordan Peele's like the most confident yeah, man oh, ever. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> rightfully so. He, like, he obviously. threw this script at his studio and they were like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. What? Okay, no, nah, I don't care. Make it. <laughs> Here's a lot of money. Yeah, dude. That's wild, yeah. And I love that they do that. And, and I think they need to start... They need to start realizing that genre films can work because I think there we're we need some originality in the mm-hmm. thing. But like getting back, making sure I stay on topic with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> there's something I want to go back and grab too. I totally yeah, exactly, about. exactly. Because like uh, my thing with my whole experience with like because I watched it the first time uh-huh. and then I I think it's literally I, I there was a day pass and then everyone came over and we watched it with like four or five other people in my room again. So it was only like a day or two that passed since the first time I saw it, uh-huh. and then I immediately watched it again. So right. it was nice and fresh, yeah, and I could like think about all these things. It's the best way to see a movie twice, right? And I was and I was thinking about um, obviously comparisons to Get Out because Get Out, I we talked about how it's like one of the tightest scripts of the year or like mm-hmm. of all time. Honestly, it's so it's ridiculously tight script um, with all the double meanings and all that. Um, and in first impression, you're like, oh, it's not, this script is not nearly as tight as, mm-hmm. as Get Out. Second partially, impression, partially, partially as an issue. As, yeah, but yeah. Is how I felt too. Yeah. yeah the, and the first time, first time, yeah, but the yeah. second time yeah. I was like, okay, it's actually damn near about as tight. Like, yeah, dude, it makes a bitch of you as a fan. It's like, yeah. you, how, how dare you? It's like, Jordan, <laughs> back in you, like you doubted me. Yeah. Right. I was I knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, like I think I think the ending leaves more for interpretation, which is which is great. I think mm-hmm. that's how the film should have kind of went in the mm-hmm. in the tone it was going for. Um, where Get Out is very much like a literal kind of like here's what was going on, here's the ending, and mm-hmm. um, but I love the fact that the ending is a little ambiguous and uh, and you have to rethink her performance again. Like I said, and even on my second rewatch, when I'm watching it, you just believe that she's the real one. Um, and, and then you start looking for these little tells and the little tells that Lupita gives you are the most, like honestly the most brilliant part of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like she is so good. Um, and I remember pointing it out, um, when we watched it the second time, there's a moment where she's like freaking out. She's it's before everything goes down before the family's in the driveway. It's, Mm. she's talking about, her doppelganger or like you know the fact that she knows someone's coming to her husband and she just starts doing ballet she like starts just Mm -hmm. doing doing the ballet steps and like doing some tendus and and fuetes or whatever and she uh exactly like it's such a small little thing that they don't focus on but like on a second viewing that's just like the 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 amount of detail that her performance has and 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 i don't want to get into like a whole oscar talk but like the fact that she didn't get nominated is i i yeah i get why it's not because it's a it's a horror genre film or whatever but like the fact that her performance isn't as recognized it's so the genre the release day yeah there's a lot of things which is still I, I think, if anything, it definitely, the, all of those factors point to the issues of the Oscars. Right. I mean, both, I think, in a political standpoint, which I think I tend to, I mean, I usually don't get too worked up over Oscar snubs. Same, because yeah. Because it is a very, it's a, it's a well-oiled machine. Adam Sandler. Yeah. That's all I'll say. I, am, I, I don't even know if the words upset are right. I am more mm-hmm. surprised than I am upset because I'm just, it felt popular enough and underdoggy enough for to sure. where and also one of the it's most Jordan Peele. You know, he won he won best screenplay the year right, before right, or two right. years before or whatever. 
it's it's surprising. That's probably one of the most surprising is that Lupita didn't get nominated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can I'm not surprised that it didn't get a ton of nominations, but yeah. because of the 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 people on that project and the quality of the outcome or of the result, I just I definitely thought it would at least have anybody get her a nomination, no yeah. matter when it's fucking released in the year. That shouldn't have. I understand that's how it works. It is. It's kind. Of, it's like politics itself. It's like mm-hmm. I know that's how it works. That's not how it should work. Right, right, right. When it's that good. Yeah. Um, and given all the uh, representation issues, obviously too. But, right, but I it's, mean, it's her. It's her movie, man. Like it's a hundred percent her movie. Yeah, like I think it I, was written that way. Too. Yeah, and I think a lot of the performances are great. Like I, I don't think there's really a, a weak performer. Mm-hmm. And like if I was talking to like I love Elizabeth Moss, and I didn't mm-hmm. even know she was in this movie. And when I saw her, I was like, oh, yeah. she's perfect. <laughs> and like yeah. she, I didn't even know she would be perfect in that type of role. Or she's yeah, kind I of just like. I appreciated her even more the second time around because it was such a shift and i think that you're you're so vulnerable by that point in the the film or the the viewing experience that it's such a big shift that you're getting used to this big moment this big block of the movie that's devoted just to this family with all-star cast obviously i mean i don't know that other who the dude that was that played text but he was really good too Mm -hmm. But even still, I think it was Elizabeth Moss's show. I mean, you have that whole sequence of her putting on the makeup. Yeah, and, and then like, she like she's got the crawl during yeah, the dude. NWA song. Or no, it was the it was the was it Beach Boys or something? They did a yeah, Beach Boys song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's Beach Boy songs. and like I'm like, oh, you're writing this. I wonder, I wonder, I want to know if Elizabeth Moss was like on yeah. it before that scene was written, or if they're like, oh, we need the close up on Elizabeth Moss with mm-hmm. getting you know she's stabbed. She has to crawl to yeah. good vibrations. You know, <laughs> like I want. If they were ever not to dive too, I know we already touched on Uncut Gems, but to give a quick shout out to the next movie we'll cover, hint, yeah, hint, hint, hint. Joker. If there were ever a female Joker, and I, I'm not saying there should be, but Elizabeth Moss would be. Oh, uh, that's a good shout. That's a good random that shout. Scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that fucking scene alone. That's a good random had... shout. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's playing drop... the song. Yeah. And that, and I, the second time around, I, I hadn't seen Han- any of Handmaid's Tale, which is great, too. I've seen, like, a couple episodes. I need to finish that yeah, stuff. She's yeah, she's fantastic. I know. Oh, and yeah. that was, I think, I mean, that's really the only thing. I know she has the uh, her smell. It's like a... Movie, um, it's a pure Boring fiction whiskey. about a, like a pop star or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard um, of yeah, it's supposed yeah, yeah. to be pretty damn good. I know she's in that, but I haven't seen her. I hadn't heard of her being in anything else other than her smell uh, either. Um, all right, all right, all right. But but, but to, yeah, us, yeah, to us, to us. <laughs> no, it's good. I. Um, but I wanted to ask you because uh-huh. there's there's things I'm still confused about, and I think that's part of the movie's experience. It's mm-hmm. just that you 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 have to make some stuff up yourself, or yeah. you have to you know watch five fifteen YouTube videos about it until exactly. you're like, that's my opinion too. Uh, yeah. Um, but I think uh, there's a certain amount of things that are supposed to be perfectly clear, mm-hmm. and a certain amount that are ambiguous. Uh-huh, and yeah. I think that's one of the strengths, one of the biggest strengths of the movie, is where it where it executes in both of those sides of that but go ahead uh but yeah my question like for you because i'm the host now um is (laughs) is, uh like how much of the doppelganger stuff did you understand because to me Uh i'm still kind of contemplating a lot of it because Uh i i i get that uh lupita swapped like she knocked out the real person and then Mm -hmm. she swapped places at the when they were kids Mm -hmm. i get all of that stuff and that makes sense to me her performance is great we already talked about that the stuff I'm not quite so sure about is um, why are they like underground? Do they like fully experience what they're experiencing up there? Uh-huh. Is there certain emotional triggers? Because what's because ha- like certain times 
their movements line up like with the kid backing up with his yeah. arms up and stuff like sometimes I, their movements line up like they're connected mm-hmm, in like a weird way mm-hmm. and then a lot of times they're not and i was kind of trying to figure out the parallels because like the girl yeah. who's in track they both can run like they both do track like she's waiting you know waiting for her and she runs and then she runs after her uh-huh. like because they've got the parallel with the track going on but then the kid is like a gremlin and the real version of him, you know, he's a little weird, but he's not like a he's gremlin. A yeah, he's yeah. a kid. Exactly. Like, he's not like a like a little but maniac s- crawling around. Uh-huh. Um, and I was just wondering if you saw some sort of parallel to, like, if it's a mind thing, if it's an emotional thing that somehow makes him similar uh-huh. or whatever. That's, but yeah. I think, to me, it was mostly, but there is a, I think there's a hole in my argument here, which I'll get to. But I, I don't know what else could work I guess um but I see it more as like a fate thing like they're intertwined the tetheredness you know like that being an abstract idea is that it's like everything is mirrored when they're down there and we're up here type deal um but that doesn't explain the mirrored uh experiences uh above where like he, ma- where the, he makes that gesture. Yeah, he sacrifices like, sac- himself. Yeah. He like, goes in the flames for whatever reason and dies. And mm-hmm. That's one of the most ambiguous. And that's really the only thing in the movie that I feel like I could I could see there being reason to want to know more in that situation. Yeah. There might be a reason Peel himself didn't want there to be more clarity yeah, there. you know and sometimes it's like a writer or a director it's a mm-hmm. it's like an out not not that it's like a negative but like it's yeah. an out to be like yeah. just you know fill up the black like yeah. i have my answer it's, but yeah. that's not that not nice that's not necessarily canon yeah you the know? only thing i could think of is that there is a certain level of connection because he's kind of like the the next generation of her like of a of a of a mythological being for mm-hmm. that like community, almost like a demigod in a sense of like the people above. Yeah, because he's and, technically like a, a. Well, that's my other question: are are the are the family like actual offspring of the of like the day she grew up and give birth? Which I think she talks about briefly in like one of her yes, monologues. and that's something he talks about in the podcast too. Oh, okay. He says that basically the way the system works is that. Um, every action and reaction, like, uh, both physically with like these people in their lives and like the world itself is basically mirrored in the, um, underpass, but it's like the, if that's the positive best case scenario, like the idealistic scenario, the shadow world, um, is the, like the ugly, uh, chaotic version of that, but it's mirroring it. So it's like similar movements. I think that's why you get all the, the like the roller coasters type. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The very like hellish like experience in this tunnel system mirroring similar movements of the world above, but the experience is something it's different, totally yeah. different. It's, um, and I'm, and I was curious, well, and I, and I don't think this is necessarily something we can answer, but I was uh-huh. curious as stuff to like, are they, are they, cause they talk about brainwashing and fluoride, like in the water. They uh-huh. just, that's a throwaway joke that. line. Uh-huh. That's a throwaway. Yeah. But he, yeah. And he, and it's a throwaway joke line, but I immediately grasped onto it because any line in a movie to me, especially by Jordan Peele and, and obviously like a genre film like uh-huh. this, I'm, I'm picking this stuff out uh-huh. and a line that's just said with silence before and then silence after I'm like, well, that was very important. (laughs) Um, And so I, I, I clung on to that and I, I didn't do very much research on like what, what the actual, like 
conspiracy is with like the fluoride in our water mm. being mind control or whatever. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, but that to me stood out, and I was also kind of thinking like, so are their movements restricted to mirroring their uh, their upper versions? Like, because like obviously, like I feel like Jordan Peele kind of wants us to be like, well, obviously they're mirroring their movements, but like are they literally like a below like mirroring on the bot? Like uh-huh. I, I can't speak, <laughs> but, <laughs> Your hand but it's on hand that gestures that they can't see on the podcast where I'm like, you know, it's like the upside. Here we go. It's like the upside down, like in the, in uh-huh. stranger things. Like is it, if it, if it's the upside down yeah. that they're in and they're on top, like, are they literally like on top of each other parallel doing these mirrored movements below <laughs> ground? Or is it literally just like an experiential thing that just because like they're aware of their walls and their surroundings? I and think, yeah, well, I, I think that might be part of the mystery as far as the more you get into the like experience and um, involvements of the people down there. But I do think in that scenario, I do think it is working that way until yeah. they break through until the messianic figure that is red gets above and creates this this portal you know like in stranger things too it does have honestly and i thought that from the beginning that just reminded me when i first saw it i was like i don't think it was intentional um i mean i I guess stranger things had been out by this point it's nothing similar enough not yeah he just took that no no but there are some interesting parallels as far as this like Like an upside down yeah world and it's um, shot kind of similar too with like a very tight kind of corridor um but those aside, oh, I just got a text message. Sorry if you heard that. But um, yeah, the te- that stuff I think is the hardest part to kind of answer, and that's sort of the stuff you kind of meant to kind of imagine. Which is fun, right? which is fun. It's to, like the yeah. ending itself is, you know, they're still in danger. You know, there's still these like this huge movement happening, and now mm-hmm. you've just killed the Christ figure for the of them, and they're gonna probably keep hunting you. But you have to, there's no unless there's a sequel, which. Yeah, from what he based on what Peel said, he's not going to do one unless he was offered a hundred yeah, million dollars. Right, <laughs> so that's the exact marker. Because um, I and honestly, I feel like that's that's about if not low for a budget for a sequel for this movie because mm-hmm. I feel like the one thing it didn't go full was was the apocalypse right i love the bits that it added with like uh-huh. the news channel uh-huh. being like it's showing like barely any and like having them all lined up yeah um because i didn't even put together till the second viewing when uh when will said um oh that's it, uh, when they line up and they hold hands that's just like mission complete that means they killed the tethered version yeah. i didn't even make that's that like connection done, yeah. yeah not necessarily that that's like you know mm-hmm. canon but like that makes so much sense yeah. to me yeah because i didn't quite under like i got the parallel with the hands across america whatever the actual commercial is at the beginning like i got the parallel Uh but i didn't understand quite what the purpose of the was how it was implemented within their like culture yeah 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 but i i yeah you said that i was like that's just how they're gonna confirm yeah mission complete yeah i remember that being i i don't know if i had already thought that it didn't seem it didn't stand out that much to me when he had said it rather than just like make perfect sense of like oh yeah duh but, uh, yeah, it makes, it makes a lot of sense. Okay. So this, this might be something you need to cut in a little bit. And I honestly don't know how long we've been going. So like, <laughs> but uh, one, at 20 minutes. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Which is, yeah. 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 At least 40. Um, I just read, so my sister got me a book, uh, HP Lovecraft book. 
for nice. for Christmas, yeah, because I I, I love his uh, stories, not necessarily the guy. I don't love. The, listen, I'm not. Listen, no, 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 I'm not. There, it can it ties in. I promise, it ties in. <laughs> yeah, when we just keep going off on random tangents, we don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Hey, but, that's, that's art. But no, I just Not read a, <laughs> I just read a story about, uh, I forget which one. I think it's called Polaris, maybe. Uh-huh. And it's basically about a star, and it's the constellation Polaris, and it's about uh, this guy who keeps dreaming, and he and he dreams and he imagines this like entirely different world or whatever, um, an entirely different place. But he's like embodying this dream. Okay. And the whole concept towards the end is like, which one was the real? person dreaming and you mm-hmm. don't really know and it's like two completely different time periods so like it's kind of like is a person experiencing the past in dreams is this a secondary life like it has that whole um sort of thing going on uh-huh. where you kind of don't know who's the actual person or like it, are both real and this is like two completely mm-hmm. different things that they're sharing like a a mind like a reincarnation type thing um and the thing i found interesting was that if they're connected like that they, they do all the movements, they experience all the same sort of emotions to an extent, but the, 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 the lineup um, in, the, in the story of um, in the Polaris, it's every 26,000 years, Polaris finally like hits the exact, like, I'm, I'm going to butcher like whatever I'm trying to say, <laughs> but it, 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 they, they, it's like every 26,000 years, it's like perfectly on like the axis of the earth, like above the North Pole mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it's like one of those things. And, um, and that is the moment where these like kind of things collide. And it's kind of like the same thing in us where all these coincidences keep happening. They start getting closer and closer, like the Frisbee landing on the, on the blanket with the dot and, uh, and, uh, like all the little things Mm -hmm, that keep, she keeps noticing. Yeah. yeah. And, um, that to me just stood out a lot because if, is this the moment, like it has to be at a specific time, a specific date, 11, 11, Mm -hmm. which they keep hitting at. Um, and like, it has to hit right there. And that's the moment where they have a, like, I don't know how long of like autonomous movement, Mm -hmm. because I feel like they wouldn't be able to necessarily like go up and kill them unless they kind of had a moment of being untethered because the whole point of the untethering to me was that they need to free themselves from this obligation to be experiencing Mm. everything over and over, let their experiencing up there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That took a long time to get there, but (laughs) but that's like, it was an interesting connection that I was like, okay. So it's a cycle, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, think about that for 10 minutes and then reply. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it's interesting to keep going with that. Do you mean a cycle in like that they take over and then the other people... Well, they're dead now, I guess. Well, right, but like not necessarily a cycle that like the same thing keeps happening, but Uh there's something about 11-11 because I keep hitting that a lot. Um, and obviously it's like a mirrored time, right, but like, so it could have been 10, 10, it could have been, you know, right. and, um, the fact, it was, the fact that it was 11, 11, it's uh-huh. like perfect. Yeah. Anyway, but there was something about that because I, I didn't quite, and it's again, something you're just supposed to imagine, I guess, but I didn't uh-huh. quite understand how they became autonomous for enough time mm. to kill everybody up above, you know? And, it, and it's just Americans, right? I, yeah. I, I, I'm assuming because they have the line where she's like, we're Americans. Right. Not necessarily like this is a worldwide thing. And right, it makes a whole point right. about like the America has like the Underground Railroads, yeah, all the, all the mines. They, you can get into the whole, imagine the lore of like yeah. maybe someone discovered they existed and put them down there and 
disenfranchise them. Um, yeah, the back to the fluoride thing. I don't quite understand that stuff. I think that's the connection there is the possibility that, which I don't even, again, like I'm not a big conspiracy theorist person myself. I mean, honestly, I think for the most part, there's some that I think. I read them. I don't believe, necessarily exactly. believe them all the time. I, I usually, like reading them. Yeah, I like <laughs> reading them and debating them. Yeah, exactly. And I usually think I'm right to <laughs> them and refuting them. Um, but there are some. I mean, stuff like the Epstein shit is like. Mm-hmm. There's, I, it's, it's, but I, 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 there's, there comes a point where I'm like, is that even a conspiracy or is that just like. Just like people being the majority and yeah, it's believing like the, a certain yeah, thing. The, yeah. When I think conspiracy, I think some lack of evidence based right. shit. And this has a lot of evidence. <laughs> um, but it, I. I can't remember what I was gonna. No, you're good. I, it was sort of like about the fluoride because it's oh, yeah, such yeah, a throwaway right. thing uh-huh. that it's hard to exactly. tie it in. And e- whether it's real or not is kind of um, besides the point. Rather than this idea, this general distrust of your government when the system has so many different disenfranchised people, which I think is what uh, this uh, the movie itself largely touches on, amongst other things. I mean, like faith and the soul and the soul itself, okay. but so especially I- like disenfranchised people in a capitalist society and it's clearly like you said it's focusing on america it's america they're yeah. americans sure the world might have its other problems but this is the fantasy and the lore of another america like, yeah so and i guess my question like i was about to ask you that because my my one of my other big question marks in this movie was what was the actual political kind of statement mm-hmm. um because i sort of get it and i sort of looked up like what the the hands across america thing was uh-huh. um but I didn't quite get his connection because, like, Get Out is super clear. Yeah. Like, Get Out is like, yeah. this is what my political so metaphor modern. is. This yeah. is very pla- much placed in the eighties. Yeah, you know, so. and yeah, and I wasn't quite sure what his statement was, uh-huh. other than the fact that it was kind of like, you know, the we don't actually quite know, or like maybe there's, again, I'm kind of just uh-huh. spitballing at this point. I don't yeah, want to like, I, you know, yeah, I'm but, sure is what he's he'd be I, what you would love. He's yeah, like, oh, exactly. this is what I want in my I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna pour yeah, myself I, some more too. What's that? No, we're, we're we're pouring whiskey. You know, yeah, it's pour, just yeah. Pour that whiskey. <laughs> we're, we're super <laughs> professional. That sweet. Ohio here, here, I'll get I'll get the nice. Uh, what is it? ASMR. Here, are you ready? <laughs> just, <in a> nice <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> just like the Zoe Kravitz commercial. You probably want to cut that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, That'll be my favorite part when I read it back. Or when I listen yeah, back, I'll yeah. be like, oh, that's when I was getting, yes. you know, sippy. <laughs> but yeah, I was I was really confused. Back to the conversation, I yeah, was yeah, really yeah. confused about his his political statement i don't know if he wants you to be a little confused and like go look stuff up and like research and like learn shit again i think it's kind of like the um split into this there's some things that are clear to try and be understood and some that are ambiguous and i think this is one of those topics that kind of has as it's like a venn diagram there's some things that are that are exclusive to either side and things that meet in the middle Mm -hmm. um but I definitely think it's... In the it's... middle, coincidence, eleven eleven. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, no, it's that Polaris story, if, you, if you're if you interested yeah. in Lovecraft stuff, look up that Polaris story, because it actually does have some weird, weird parallels to, to us, just because it's dream-oriented, but yeah. it's 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 kind of a same concept, uh-huh. where it's like... I wonder... 
I just read it too. I was like, I was at rehearsal taking, and it was taking forever, so I had to like, I had mm. something to do. I was reading. He mentioned that. some influences in the episode he did. Oh, I'm sure he's, yeah, I'm sure he's got some Lovecraft going yeah. on somewhere because he's, because yeah. one of the one of the things, and I need to shut up about Lovecraft, but no, the uh, the one of the things he kind of makes a point of is that um, to tell a story that's like um, completely original or like something that's going to challenge the viewer, mm. it has to disregard rules of reality like it has to disregard something that's going to ground it um so like the idea of like everyone has a doppelganger exactly like them that concept immediately elevates it to a place where like okay i have to go along with this i am in a different like plane of existence i'm in a different universe or whatever and that's just how lovecraft operates because all of his stories is something fantastical or something that Mm -hmm. is breaking reality or breaking our expectations of reality which therefore makes us either scared or like excited Mm -hmm. um one of the two and i think this movie nails both of those because i'm scared and excited um and laughing (laughs) which is wild yeah that's just good writing to bring it back full circle i to the initial point that I never made. Do it. Um, in the first experience, you're like, "This is great, right?" Mm-hmm. It's got the. I don't honestly. Star wise, I would. I would. I don't know where I'd put it. Yeah. I, like, I think ranking through the years more. Uh, I've enjoyed. It's that it's low on my list of the year. Yeah, I will say. But, yeah, yeah, but this yeah. year has been great. Yeah, um, right. but also I love horror movies, and mm-hmm. I ready or not s- scored higher for me on the year. Mm. But that's only because of my like actual visceral reaction watching it. Yeah. Um, I was lost a little bit and not dissatisfied, but I needed I needed a second viewing. Mm-hmm. Ready or not, I didn't. Ready or not, I got it. And yeah. I was like, I was satisfied. And I left that movie like happy. Right. Re- us, I was kinda like, Oh, I need I need I need more. I need uh-huh. to understand more. I need to like yeah. dive in. I need and Which, I think that honestly is a it's a it's a weird testament to filmmaking where it, if one's better or not, it's kind of subjective. Yeah. I think it's riskier with the, the latter just because it has to have rewatch value and you mm-hmm. have to be getting more out of it, which I think this has a ton of rewatch value. Yeah. Um same with get out, yeah. Because yeah, it's totally. got the sense the sixth I can't speak. <laughs> the sixth sense sensation <laughs> there you go the sixth sense that's a tongue twister it is and sixth sense sensation where you you gotta you gotta have a second viewing and it, oh. and it elevates the experience I think yeah. sometimes second viewings can be detrimental to the experience if mm-hmm. it's like if they're going for a twist mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what off the top of my head to be super smart and nerdy but um, there's there's definitely been movies where I'm like the twist is great, but then on rewatch, I'm I like, mean, the twist kind of breaks the movie. To use Shyamalan himself, and when it's worth for him, <laughs> when it's him, I think the happening is a good. I mean, it's like oh, I never quarters. even, dude. Oh. It's like three quarters of the way through the movie, but you find out it's like these. It's fucking, the trees. <laughs> Spoilers for the happening if you cared yeah. about watching the happening. Yeah. If, that <laughs> if you're making like a, I don't even know what year that came out in, like 2008. If you're make, going back and making your favorites of 2008 list and happening. what the happening didn't possibly be on there <laughs> i'm sorry to inform you it's the fucking trees <laughs> yeah it's the trees man anyway but yeah no that's 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 a twist where like yeah. the twist on it doesn't even matter but i'm trying to think of like a 
I, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be able to. We're we're drinking. Um, but Speaking, <laughs> the whiskey is the whiskey is kicking. Me, it's kicking and it's holding me back from. It's kicking me into reverse because I, I I still haven't made the point. Do is it. The, do it. I'm gonna talking. shut up till you make no, this you're point. Good, you're good. You're good. You're good. We keep the the biggest thing is we just keep going on tangents. So the thought sparks another thought and then we take off with that thought into a new. <laughs> but anyway, we've been pretty much. I think it works well, honestly, to complete the episode because that is what we kind of largely talked about in a lot of things is the rewatching and the second viewing and what that brought out and the clarity and more questions and some answered some uh, uh, that are new. Um, but that was what they, they said in the empire podcast too, was the second time he saw it. He was like, this is something, mm-hmm. this is something much that I didn't realize was as, important to be considering for a longer period of time and stick with um than i thought it would it's it, and it reminds me of the shining a lot of the, in that way and it's open-ended. so interesting that you just mentioned the shining i'm gonna continue con- you continue but oh, yeah. i i will comment. i think i might be stealing it which is even better that you even have something to to touch on with that because i think they might have mentioned it but um or if there's a review or something that mentions how it's like the shining but um I think it. Re- I really do think it is. I mean, there's a lot that's different too. Obviously, endless things, more things than there are in common. But I think <laughs> it's way more like fun than The Shining. Not yeah. I like not to shit on The Shining. Yeah. I love The Shining. Yeah, but it's like a it's a, it's a way different. Tone. It's got yeah the comedy. Like again, the comedy, the the blend of comedy in this movie is immaculate. Uh-huh. I can't stress that enough. But the we fact- were even saying too, which is funny, is that opening shot or the credit sequence shot of the rabbit was so mm-hmm. much long and like, Kubricky. Yeah, long take like clockwork orange with a yeah. rabbit yeah exactly yeah yeah that's a good shout but no my my whole thing with the shining was that the the first time i watched it the ending bit where uh, the kid pulls down the mask jason mm. he pulls down the mask and he looks at uh, his mom and to me that read as uh. as i'm gonna keep your secret i know yeah. you're the flip side <laughs> like i'm gonna put the mask on like that was that to me was my oh, interpretation in movie of J- yeah, 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 yeah where jason yeah, 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 and he like, and he's like, okay, mom, I know, I saw you kill the girl with the with the knife uh-huh. or with the scissors, um, and I, that's where I started the seed, and then it grew, and then she she's like, okay, I I, I think I see through you, mm-hmm. and to me, I was like, oh, dude, Jason's got The Shining, like he's yeah. like he's a kid with The Shining, wow. he's literally just like like um the kid in in Shining or the mm-hmm. kid in Doctor Sleep, like mm-hmm. he he gave me that same vibe. He has that. Yeah. Which I think to go even further off that theory, which is really interesting, that's that to all those worlds <laughs> together, is that not only does he have it, but his doppelganger has it too. And they're out of everybody, as much of a separation, a degree of separation there is between all the characters and their their shadow. Mm-hmm. There is more of a connection between those two, and they're moving together. The they can like hang out. Yeah, they yeah. hang out, they did the lighter thing. Yeah. Like, obviously, that was his way of getting away. He had a deep fear of them. They both did seem to have some weird... Yeah, the connection with fire was weird, yeah. Their fire, which to me reads as... This is, this is a very fresh thought building for all, from what you just mentioned because that's the biggest thing that's been hard for me to develop. Because, yeah, he, out. like, catches he catches that yeah. it's a trap in the car. Like, when he, he can kind of uh-huh. feel, he, he can kind of yeah, sense yeah, what the, the other guy's out. doing. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I know, I'm ahead of the game. I'm seeing the future. That's what I'm seeing, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, and the, his performance specifically mm-hmm. gave me the same vibes as the kid from The Shining. And I didn't actually see all the Dr. Sleep. I saw, I've saw i seen yeah, clips, seen but, it. like, I know the kid's great. And, like, the same kind of vibe where, like, they uh-huh. know stuff. 
uh-huh. like they they seem like young but they have like a mature kind of like thought process or something right. i don't know how to explain it other than it's the shining <laughs> exactly yeah exactly that's that's no, damn yeah I mean, that's gonna keep me up tonight <laughs> thinking about that. i really need to rewatch but no okay but too, but. but to like focus back in a little bit because uh, obviously i i love going on tangents and mm-hmm. doing that stuff but like to to focus it up what what is like do you do scores for movies like do you do like obviously this first movie review i used to a lot but let's make that a thing for for movie reviews for uh do you have a name for your channel what's the name for the channel or like the the podcast uh, yeah mine's wide open mine's wide open yeah Yeah. let's do a mine's wide open uh like leveling system hell yeah what's the rank how do we do this i don't know so i think it i think it does have to have a rewatchability factor and then obviously that obviously plays into this movie but um we could even create a system that there's like three different rankings what's the rewatchability ranking what's the overall quality ranking and then what's our year ranking okay i have that already listed oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. i know you do too yeah i, I have think. mine listed too which will give insight to because we definitely raved about this shit which is to show wherever it falls on our list whatever's above that is honestly right. it's <laughs> people are gonna honestly probably shit on my list um because it us I'll definitely ranks higher grade. so here i got mine but no us us for me if i'm if i'm scoring it not for the show but if i'm scoring it for on the year for on the year and on the rewatchability factor uh-huh. it's got like an eight or nine on watchability factor yeah. like if six yeah. sense is a 10 this is a nine it's one like, of the most rewatchable yeah. movies i think yeah. i've seen in the last decade lupita's performance again i'm just gonna plug that, that it's alone. it's Im- yeah. it's incredible for that and the writing for yeah. Sure. yeah 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 Both um but no, it it's uh, it scored kind of low um, for for my overall overall fifteen of the year or whatever. Um, but it it scored over Endgame, Star Wars, like Detective Pikachu, like all these other like kind of bigger um, branded movies or whatever. Um, but honestly, all of the like indier indier is that even a word um but like indie movies that were kind of like a little bit lesser known like i think book smarts a little bit you know i don't know i think i enjoyed book smart a little bit more yeah um but it's definitely yeah, so ranked. yeah so if book smart book smarts of ranking coming in at my 11 with little women at 10 and then 10 yeah and then irishman's number nine and i know you haven't seen irishman yeah, yeah. um but then i have i have some more fun stuff so i guess i'm just gonna tell you my whole top yeah, 15 on the, on the air oh, uh but john wick three joker knives out once upon a time in hollywood and then ready or not comes in at my four <laughs> which is my biggest twist lighthouse uncut gems 1917 that's 1917 is immaculate but us <laughs> is outranking avengers endgame star wars which i really enjoyed yeah. um and detective pikachu so it is taking some some big movies down because i did really enjoy us yeah. i think i i see criticisms online and like imdb and stuff and i think they're valid i just think you need to calm down and enjoy the movie and that's my point yeah that's that too that, that too the way the system works is you, i mean i get I, I wish there was a way to go back and edit your reviews too and like mm-hmm. I mean, usually when a score comes out, whether it's for Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, um, it doesn't adjust. There's no, like, recalculation, you know? Um, and I think that would be benef- excuse me, beneficial because I can't tell you how many movies I've watched a second time and had a totally different experience, yeah. whether it's for good or bad. or Yeah, for good or bad. I thought I got that wrong for me. I was like, wait, it is good and bad. Those are the two. <laughs> and it's a whiskey talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, 
but no, I really did enjoy it. I think I think if you're a horror fan, I think if if you like to get out, you will like us. Not necessarily as much as Get Out. I think some people do like Get Out a little bit more. I like us more. And uh, here we go. I like us more than Get Out, only because I've seen Get Out twice or two or three times. I've seen Get Out actually a lot of times, but the second time was all I needed. You know what I mean? Like the second time, I got everything. I got absolutely yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, and they even, even at the end of the movie on the first watching, they recap some of the lines that he double gives a double meaning to. So like uh-huh. even on the first watch, you're like, oh, that meant that. Oh, that meant that. They didn't actually, oh, they planted the seeds way earlier. Right. But then the second view, obviously there's a lot more. Like I love the bit about her giving the cop shit when you think it's about being racist, but mm-hmm. it's actually about a paper trail mm-hmm. and she doesn't want a paper trail mm-hmm. leading back. I love that little bit. Yeah. But I think us for me has a better rewatchability factor because moment to moment it's crazier. Right. Like get out takes a minute to get crazy and it like the seeds are there and it's really fun to watch the seeds being planted. Mm-hmm. But us to me is visually and like, like viscerally compelling from the start. Yeah. Um, like if that's the composition of the, of the cinematography, I don't know, or if it's just the story in general, but something about us viscerally like attaches me more and is compelling me more than uh, get out does. Yeah. I honestly, after the second viewing and I was the same way, I still saw get out as I think the biggest reason was just seeing a tire screenplay, but with how tight us is, um, revealing itself to be after the second viewing, I have to say, I think it probably is better too. In my, at least in my, yeah, in, in, our, my, in my, in our yeah. list for. <laughs> I can really understand if somebody else, if somebody thought Get Out. I think that's where it, Get Out's. They're so close yeah. in um, brilliance that I think it's it that really does come down to just what you prefer. Yeah. Do you prefer to and, be like on a trip, or do you prefer mm-hmm. to be like actually like grounded in reality yeah. and kind of more like. Like this could actually happen right. versus like, I want to be taken to like a universe or a uh-huh. world that's completely crazy. We should touch on that. I, mean, I want to get to the other rankings so we can wrap this one up. Yep. But, let's um, do it. The, uh, I think you kind of touched on the apocalypse and even Peel himself mentioned that it was very inspired by the, um, the concept and, um, kind of the representation of zombie apocalypse, especially in this day and age. And I think it's taken to the max. I mean, <laughs> in the sense that like, um, zombies are just hungry man these guys are like after you <laughs> like exactly, you yeah. have someone who is after you exactly and, and you I have love... to either kill that person or they're getting you like... and i think that's why this movie was so important for not just thriller horrors or um, um like supernatural horror movies yeah but um even for uh things like that um it's like it's like they gave everyone a personal Michael Myers. Like in my mm-hmm. in like Halloween, it's all about that family mm-hmm. and like why it's so scary to be that family is because Michael Myers is after that family. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And everybody has a Michael Myers in this movie, and I think that's great. Yeah, because it immediately gives tension and immediately gives like uh, like a a conflict for the main characters. And then yeah, the moments where you realize that it's actually like worldwide or like at least in America, exactly, it's like this is scary <laughs> right and that's what they're you know they're going for they're taking over so um, so where does it rank on your year uh right for me it is i think oh 13 13 mine yeah. i uh what did i say 11 mine's 11 yeah Book's and i've mine. posted mine but i'll go ahead and just read through my uh just uh i think you saw it too i did see it but i'll just, but tell me remind just, me just uh yeah re-list it 
so 15 is long shot. 16 would have been Star Wars. Oh, really? I love Star Wars, too. I really okay, cool. enjoy it. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Unpopular opinion. Love Star yep, Wars. and it's 16. Let's not talk I mean, about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into yeah. that bullshit. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, Continue. So 15 is long shot. 14, Rocket Man. 13 is oh, us. I need to see Rocket Man. Continue. Yeah, I need to see I saw that the same day as Booksmart. Nice. Had a little back-to-back job. That's a great back-to-back. It was. Rocket Man was first, and then Booksmart was perfect combo, because... Rocket Man was a lot heavier than I thought it was going to be. Really? I mean, I, I knew it was going to be somewhat heavy, or somewhat heavy and probably pretty heavy. It's. A, I'm, I mean, yeah, it's if you know Elm John's biopic, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was even, it was heavier because of the way it was executed, but cool. that's all I'll say. Um, I love Taron Egerton. Continue. Yeah. 12 was Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, Shout out. Yeah, uh, Panky Panky. 11 was Ad Astra, which is fucking bonkers. Nice. I have one problem with that movie. I uh, that's on my watch list. It's great. When you watch it, we'll do. I'm one gonna on buy it on YouTube probably. We're after just gonna this. turn this podcast into a fucking Oscars interview. preview or preview or like Oscars predictions <laughs> podcast. We'll do that. We'll do that later. Yeah, this is the us review. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What? Uh, what is We're us? You said though. yeah. You said us was what? Thirteen. Thirteen. So okay. The beautiful day in the neighborhood's twelve. Ad Astra's eleven. Tennis book smart. Nine is Rolling Thunder review the Scorsese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm a big Bob Dylan fan. And it's just great <laughs> itself. But I, um, nine, uh, eight is Midsummer. Uh, seven is the Lighthouse. Six is the Joker, or just Joker. Uh, five is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Four is Knives Out. Three is Marriage Story. Two Uncut Gems and One Little Woman. You haven't seen 1917, have you? I haven't seen 1917. Wow. I haven't seen Parasite. Wow. I, I haven't, haven't seen Parasite either. We should watch that. We'll yeah, buy that on YouTube. Definitely. They came um, back out in theaters, but I missed it again. Same with Joker. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. but yeah, no. For me, with us, dude. Like, if you're if you're a horror fan, watch yeah. it. Um, if you're a genre yeah. fan, watch yeah. it. Like, if, if you're a zombie fan, honestly, honestly, because I think it takes one of the biggest issues with zombie projects nowadays is they're getting redundant. There's not mm-hmm. a fresh take, and these aren't zombie zombies, right? But it's using they have the, the tropes, the mm-hmm. modern tropes, and pushing them forward more yeah. so than pretty much any zombie project. I've it's seen. it's one of the most original like, movies, like since you know Get Out or anything. You know, like yeah. it's Jordan Peele. Yeah. Like if you if you loved Get Out and you loved the concept, watch Us, man. Yes. Like seriously, if you're just plug. a fan of like yeah, seriously, if you're just this a fan of is crazy stuff, by us. sponsored <laughs> by Jordan Peele, he paid it. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it is not. And I get I get criticisms. Like again, I'm a person who understands criticisms, but I'm also the person who's like, get off your criticism uh, horse and enjoy a fun film because this is a fun movie. Um, and the fact that it again it balances horror and comedy like something yeah. I haven't seen before. It's it's really hilarious. And 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 and, and, and horror and comedies have been a thing, but the fact that I can go from being ex- extremely scared and tense and terrified to laughing my ass off out loud like by myself in the room the first time I watched it and then immediately go back to being terrified like it's just it's immaculate it's immaculate mm-hmm. writing and if you're a horror fan genre fan watch it please yeah um for me uh it's a little low on my list because it's been a really great year um no hate no hate at all um <laughs> Lupita is snubbed <laughs> she's amazing but yeah, watch us. Um, if I was giving it like a number out of ten, I would give yes, it. Yes, so we had the year ranking. Now we need the yeah. overall ranking. Overall ranking, I would give it a solid eight out of ten. I would give it an eight too. Yeah. We we. I wonder if this will be. Uh, I'm I'm curious to know what what our first. 
different all right, all right, all right. Be, but I, the, here you go here you go yeah you ready so first viewing first viewing seven out of ten yeah second up. viewing eight out of ten as easy as that because i again seven and, yeah. and this better be and the think, seventh podcast or i'll be pissed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i almost want to you got to give it a seven for rewatchability and for uh uh what was the other one what the other ranking oh the year yeah. so we did the we did that yeah right. duh whiskey what's what yeah whiskey's talking but what, what but what's your out of 10 uh yeah eight eight definitely from seven to after your eight. second viewing yeah after your second viewing yeah, after my eight. second viewing and mm-hmm. i think honestly i know we were in between eight or nine you, you were in between eight or nine for mm-hmm. uh, the rewatchability but i do genuinely out of most films and i don't think that's always like a necessary thing to be one of my favorite no. movies but it does it does often help and yeah have a, a big because like i really like the ashman but like damn if i don't want to rewatch that movie like (laughs) like not that it's bad at all but like it's a three and a half hour long drama pick you know i'd rather watch us a third time than see irishman twice that's fair so take that as you will film film buffs you're probably gonna hate me because it's scorsese but you know what (laughs) it's my opinion (laughs) you haven't even seen it don't talk (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it might suck. I might fucking hate it. Honestly, it might be one no, of my I like favorites, Ashman. but I bet this What's your score? I'm sorry. Eight. Eight. All right. Eight. So eight, nine rewatchability, thirteenth on the year. Okay. It's gonna get kicked out though. Mm-hmm. It's gonna at least get pushed fifteen. Parasite, nineteen seventeen are gonna get in there. Dude, nineteen seventeen is immaculate. All I right. hope it stays in. I'd feel out of any movie on my list, which might mean I need to re-rank it. I have re-ranked a couple things. Some days, I mean, a couple of days later, you you think a little more, and you're like, maybe not. Yeah. But I think it's pretty much where it's going to be, other than 1917, Parasite. I mean, there's a lot there's a lot of things that came out this year, though. I had that yeah. whole list that I posted before. Star Wars and JoJo, man. I know JoJo's going to kick Star yeah. Wars, or especially Detective Pikachu. JoJo's going to kick that shit yeah. right off my list. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. I really like the trailer of JoJo, but I could see my... I hear it's just, great. No, I, I hear it's great. I hear it's great. All right. Okay. But the us. Put it in, yeah. yeah. Eight out of ten. Great eight movie. Ten. Great horror movie if you're a fan of horror. Eight, genre nine, film. Or nine, thirteen, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> what were yours? You had an eight. I, I had it at eight <laughs> overall. It was a nine rewatchability, eight. and it was my 11th of the 11th year. Um, yes. but, uh, but yeah, go watch it, go watch it and think for yourself. Uh, do you have comments? Add in the comments <laughs> below. Yes. If you liked us, if yes, you didn't like us. Yeah, I hope people uh, check this one out because most of the people I know. And we'll be back for more, more movie interviews. Yeah, this is the beginning. We need to just, we need to divide this as a separate catalog of seasons because there's probably going to be. And we and we can make these dozens so quick. of yeah. My my little microphone thing is actually dying, so I think it is actually time to go because the tape is dying. Oh shit! Perfect. You see that? Well, that's the world. That's the, the tethered world telling us to shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in once again. We're gonna take off and drink some more whiskey. And yep. Thanks for having talk me, Joey. About the next episode. I will Absolutely, be man. I'll be here for the Joker review. Yeah. Um, and we'll have more That's whiskey. Good. So, yeah. you know what? It'll probably be as tangent Well, and, I think uh, we were nice and woke with this one, so we can get nice pretty controversial with, with Joker. Yeah, I liked Patrick Joker. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, fucking spoilers! Not. I like Joker. All right, let's let's end this podcast. Let's go right. ahead and drink more whiskey. Later, everybody. Thank you. See you next time.
Peace and love, a business for tomorrow. But a wise man would say. 